Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. What your ice cream flavor says about you. You ever read this crap? No. I mean, I guess occasionally, <laughs> but I don't buy into it. What's your flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Well, no, it's either strawberry vanilla or chocolate. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Go ahead. If, if I had a pick? Yeah. Vanilla. Really? Yeah. Isn't it weird, let me say this, that vanilla is now considered the thing that has no taste, but it actually is a flavor. Like, vanilla is a real-life flavor, yeah. but that's considered, like, the generic choice now. Yeah. Like, you're very vanilla, very plain. Plain. But, that's, but vanilla is literally a flavor, like a really tasty flavor, but somehow it has now been deemed what is just neutral. Mm-hmm. Unfair to vanilla, I say. Yeah. Uh, vanilla, on average, you'll find love at 25. Okay. Did you? Yeah, I was, that's, that's the year I got married. You are a night owl. You prefer washing dishes over doing laundry. No. no. I, want, I don't want to stay up late, and I love laundry. Uh, chocolate fans, on average, you'll find love at 26. <laughs> that's me. Extroverted, eh, not no, really unless not, I have to work. You're not. When I'm not working, I am down low. Um, enjoy romantic comedies. Eh. Eh, this is stupid. That's why, Sounds I, like, that's why I don't read that stuff. Yeah. What uh, about strawberry? <laughs> who cares? Okay. <laughs> uh, top three songs in country music. Here we go. Ray, play me that number three song. Miranda Lambert, Bluebird at number three on the country charts this week. At number two, it is Luke Bryan. It goes like one margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. And your number one song is Sam Hunt, Hard to Forget. You've got a cold heart and cold heart truth. I got a bottle of whiskey, but I got no proof that you showed up tonight. Uh, top 40, your number one song is from Trevor Daniel. It's called Falling. My last made me feel like I would never try again, but when I saw you, I know this from TikTok. Is your daughter still off TikTok? Yeah. She's not she's, doing it at all. She's waiting for whatever Instagram's doing. Yeah. Oh, you, you gave her the secret info I told I you? I gave her the download, and every day she asks me, has Bobby uh, revealed that he thinks like, she thinks you're like the creator or something? And I'm like, no, no, no. Bobby just told me that Instagram is doing something similar to TikTok. Yeah, it's going to be called Instagram Reels. Yeah, she's waiting for you to put it out. It was just released in the news yesterday, but guess who was on it last week? You, I know. Uh, Watch out, TikTok. Facebook launching a rival video editing app called Instagram Reels. Uh, The number one dance song is Surf Mesa, I-L-Y. It's another TikTok song. It's very familiar to a Frankie Valli song I heard. Mm -hmm. Is the whole song just a Frankie Valli song? Well, that's not a sample. That's Yeah, but that's not a sample. Samples may take some from the real song. Right? This is just her doing a part of a cover, right? Wouldn't that be what that is? Listen, what do I know? There you go. Those are your biggest songs. What else? Um, here are some reasons for optimism with uh, COVID-19. Because everywhere you look in the news, it's like, all right, we're all going to die. Doom and gloom. Do you feel like we're all going to get it at some point? Yes or no? No. In this room, do you think we're all going to get it at some point? No. Honestly, and I kind of have to remind myself I could get it. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to get it. Oh, invincible. No, I, that's it's not right for me to think that. Save I'm this just, clip, Ray. I know. I know. Now I'm going to get it. Shoot. Why did I say that out loud? I hate sharing things with y'all. Ugh. Wait, that had nothing to do. You sharing out loud has nothing to do with sharing things with us. <laughs> do you tell your husband you're invincible? No. I'm what, not. Su- what superhero do you think you're most like? I'm not 
invincible. I, I'm not invincible, and now I'm going to get it, and I'm an idiot. Dozens of vaccines are... You know, but it has no... That has no effect on whether or not you're going to get it. I know, but you don't believe in the jinx. I don't. But yet you do something when you watch Arkansas football, you like wear or something, don't you? Dozens of vaccines are in the pipeline. Large clinical trials and nearly 30,000 volunteers are beginning next month. They've done smaller ones. I read another one this morning where they're like, hey, you feel good about this. Do we get the vaccine though? Yeah. Everybody would get it. I know. People scare me about that. I need to not read things online. But some people are like, I'm not getting that. Maybe don't take the first layer of it. Right. I'm like, this. everything's so new. Can we just wear masks? Uh, doctors have a new tool in treating COVID. Scientists clone antibodies from recovered patients. They've manufactured antibodies into an effective treatment, some people. I like that. It's cool. Uh, under development and on the horizon is a home pregnancy-like test, but for COVID-19. So you pee on so a stick? It'd be quicker. I don't know if you pee. I don't know how you do well, it. That's a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that deal. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? That's some good news? Yeah, I guess more so I just want to say I don't think I'm invincible, but I try to remain positive that I'm not going to get it. I think it's I want to have that strong, healthy attitude. Um, I do have a thing here that Morgan number two said she had some tea to spill. <laughs> yeah. Is I this do. a couple of days old? Yeah, I mean, but it, it's it still works now. Do Is, is it one, is it about Eddie or no? No. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. Do you have the tea spill? Okay, right here you go. Let's spill the tea. So I got a lot of messages on Instagram because apparently Raymundo was liking all of my ex-boyfriend's pictures on Instagram and like commenting and still friends with him on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, were they Ray, ever still friends? friends with her ex? I like Ryan. I didn't Who? break up with him. That I'm his, his friend. But don't you have to pick. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. that's. Oh, don't okay. you have to pick like loyalty, though? If, like, he did her wrong, you can't pick. If they break up and it's a mutual breakup and it's or it's somewhat mutual and you're on good terms, you can still kind of be with both. Yes. But if someone does someone wrong, or you have to kind of pick a side. I just wasn't really told what all went down, so it didn't feel like it mattered. I still follow him. We still talk. He's a nice guy. You, you still, still talk? Wait, 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 wait. You, you're friends with him? You guys haven't even ever hung out with each other. Yeah, and we have. Yes, you did. We hung out multiple times. What? When you guys were dating. Right, I think you met him one time. No, we, and then they, we carried it on into Instagram, and he'll do something on the lake, and I'll be like, dude, dope, man, sick. What? And we'll just do comments like that. Okay, we've had, like, open conversations on this show about the bad things that have happened. So like you being cheated on. I'm missing the point here. Right, Are you you said that, right? Yes, yeah, yeah like, there, there was not a good breakup, and it's still not good. So. Are you upset at Ray? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I I feel like he chose his side, and and I work wow. with him every day. Ray, <laughs> I'm obviously friends with Morgan Number Two, and I mean, the dude didn't cheat on me, so I'm still cool with him. But what if? But if she means enough to you, <laughs> she does. I I didn't even know she was following along with that. I didn't know it really well, mattered. Honestly. Listeners catch yeah. everything. What's they the decision do. now? Uh, I guess I can avoid liking pictures of him and his new girlfriend. And <gasps> oh, you yeah. threw that in there on yep. purpose. That was rude, right? Ray. Dang, dang. This is so rude. Oh, that hurt. Yep. That hurt. That hurt. I wasn't gonna say it because I thought it was already bad enough. But yeah, that that's definitely happened. Oh man. I didn't even know his name was Ryan. To tell you the truth. Or Brian. I don't know what his name is either. Ryan, is it? Did you ever meet him? 
No? I didn't. I, I, I just think so. saw yeah. pictures of him. Well, and I, to that point, I I really only think Ray has met him one time. Right. No, Ray claims he goes wakeboarding every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> They're boys. He's, they're in a, they're in a Ray, bowling club. Is he in your wedding? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> what do you want to say, Ray? Yeah, M2, definitely sorry. I didn't know that would hurt you. Um, but I, I, I yeah, I'm a, I'm a friend of his. I, I don't know. Y'all are not are you friends. Still, are no. you going to unfollow him? I mean, if you really, if it matters that much. Do it now. It, it's like in Nashville, it, it, you create this core group of friends. Is he part of that? No, but he's an outlier. Like we talk, he, he lives a good life. I, I enjoy talking to him. <laughs> now, do you text him or do you just talk <laughs> through social media? Dude, we will, he'll do it. See one of my Insta stories, say something. I'll see something on his and be like, man, legs looking sick today. I'm going to have to go hang 10 or something like that. It's very casual. It's nothing deep. So Ray, you should get out your phone right now and unfollow. Oh, that's a hard unfollow because <laughs> I, I mean I feel like he's gonna see that. You don't and even know the guy. I, I do. I partied with him. We went to concerts together. Morgan, did you met once? I still partied for four hours together. <laughs> <laughs> four hours over like a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't know this was the real thing. I didn't know you were doing that. I didn't either. I didn't know you could still on Instagram tell when people like pictures and stuff. Well, if yes, you can, right? You you can see when they like. You can't. You don't see on that same feed. Yeah, or you may not see how many likes they have. Okay, but if one of her listeners or one of our listeners follows you, and they go to his page, it'll show that you liked it. Noted. I'm gonna have to uh, avoid the account. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I I don't want her to get sad about it. But I mean, she's over it too. She's all, it's also in the past. So well, obviously not. I, I am over him, but I still have issues with him. So okay. it's still a it's still a, a a salt in the wound, I guess you could say. I know. Mostly because she's close to you. Yeah. But it's not it's not like we're talking about her like dishing the tea. All we're doing is talking water, talking waves. That's it. All Pretty right. dude talk. What would you like him to do, Morgan? I mean, I didn't even know it went as deep as that they were messaging each other on Instagram. Like, I just thought he was liking the photos and beating Raymundo, you know, like drunk doing things. But now that I know that he's like actually messaging him, I'm like, okay, well, I know where my loyalties lie. And apparently it's not with Ray anymore. Well, and it's like, so his, he's friends with this girl named Victoria and Victoria is really close with my fiance. So it's like the circle then grows a little bit. So it's not just me and him. There's now like surrounding people. It's a, it's an it's a cool group of people. I mean, we're all over Nashville. Boom, doing this, doing that. And we keep in touch. Where are you going doing this, doing that? Well, I'm not right now His during apartment. social distancing. <laughs> but when they're going out on the water, when they're uh, traveling, they went and did the coast or in, a, in the Carolinas. It's like, oh, keeping in touch. Who did? Him and his new girl. I mean, Ray spilled. Well, Ray just I like mean, twisted it in there. I mean, I mean, Ray, I guess bros before, right? Or? I, I, you know, it's fine. I just. Wow. Don't trust Ray with any information in my life anymore. That's kind of where the line's drawn now. <laughs> Sorry, Raymond. All right. All right. Now some tea uh, spilled all over that me. Was strong. Oh tea. yeah. Close the tea, Ray. Yeah, I gotta find it. Hold on. Dang. Get that tea all cleaned up. It's all, it's a disaster in here. <laughs> all right. I'll hand it right now. That was let's spill the tea. All right. Let's update the draft, Raymond. Sorry to keep going, but you finished last in yesterday's draft. All right. Sorry to- I, I risked it and went with a bunch of millennial type picks, and they didn't come out to the polls. So my bad on that one. Next time we'll try and get them. You got to organize the vote better. Yes. You got to go out. Uh, Lunchbox narrowly beats Amy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Amy had a chance. You got to got to push the vote. Right. 
What do you want to say? How many? Okay. What were his? What was his team again? Uh, it's your love, you and Tequila, and Cowgirls Don't Cry. I mean, those are good. Man, that feels good. But congratulations. Thank you. Amy's doing vomit face. Uh, all right, we got to get into today's show. Eddie's still not here. Eddie has corona. If you didn't hear yesterday's show. Oh. I guess everybody's getting it now, so it's not really news when somebody gets it anymore. Is everybody getting it, though? He's the closest person to me that's had it. No. Uh, well, there's somebody else up here, obviously. Yeah. Well, huh? the, I, I'm not going to say it on the air. In our circle? Ish. Oh, yeah, 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 that. And yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. in our direct, direct circle. Okay, good point. <clears throat> I wonder, hey, Scuba, if somebody in our direct circle does have it now, do we have to shut the studio down? Because that's even closer than Eddie. Like with someone here? Like who's we'll here talk right about now? it off the air. Okay. But there's another pending. Another pending person that has it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you're talking about, Wait, too. Yeah. I guess do, we have to do some investigation of the timeline to figure out when and what? where. Huh? Do I'll I talk, not know what you're talking about? You probably don't. I guess not. We'll talk about I, it off the air. Gotta go. <laughs> Bye. All right, here's today's show. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, last night, Caitlin and I watched the episode four uh, on Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, and it's about 1969, and there's this town, and all these people who didn't know each other had the same experience, where something got them, an alien or well, yeah, they spaceship. were taken up into a a spacecraft thing, and some of them don't remember, but some of them do. And these two people saw each other on the spaceship. They never met, but when they were back down, it's just wild because there are so many places, even just towns, that all saw this crazy thing. Right, and what got me was the the mom and the grandma and the son all oh. experienced it, and they were doing separate interviews with the mom and the son. Like, the one-off people, I can be like, mm, kind of crazy, but when two people in the same family the, that aren't young, one of them's an adult that it happened to, I don't know. Well, at one point, they're in this car, and they go up into the spacecraft. That's them, the mom and the grandma and the, the kids. Yeah. And when they come down, three hours have passed, and they don't remember anything, but they're put into different seats in the car. And in a different location. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just for the record, though, do you believe that there's something else out there? No. But after I watched that, kind of. I think for us to eliminate that there's anything but us is a little small-minded. Like, you're not going to hear me go, I bet there's aliens. Right. But for me to go, we're the only things, period, does seem a bit selfish. Yeah. But the different encounters from the different people that weren't friends, but it was in the same area. But then I'm like, there's got to be more stories like that. Where are they? Well, and recently they put out those UFO videos that our military did going, we're going to be honest with you. We don't know what these are either. Remember that? Right. Like that was in the last six months. Sometimes I'm like, okay, all that means is it's an unidentified object. It doesn't mean it's from another It's crazy, though. Space. You guys got to watch that Unsolved Mysteries, though. It's, it's so, crazy. But I'm like, surely since 1969, more of those things have happened. But are they just on the DL or people are scared to say something? Or when they do, we just think they're crazy. I don't know. Yeah, pretty wild. But we watched it and Caitlin was like, oh. And then I had nightmares last night. About? Because, no, it doesn't matter. But I watch anything that scares me a little bit. I have nightmares. Not about aliens. Mm-hmm. My dream last night was Caleb was with some big tall dude, and she was like, I broke up with you. He's much taller than you. 
Oh, night. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Tragic. Anything. (laughs) And then at one point, someone was chasing me with a machine gun. But I don't like talking about Mm. my dreams. Okay. But I'm saying anytime I watch anything a little bit scary, I have nightmares. That's why I don't watch scary movies. I don't at all. I can watch movies about viruses. That's really scary to me. But that's about as much as I can do. Just not a scary movie guy. But this has happened to me since I was five years old. Like, if I consume something, it's going to... I'm holding its hand all the way till I go to bed and go to sleep. Mm. And then I wake up and I'm just like, my heart... doing. By the way, I had Red Bull this morning, by the way. I'm shot out of a can I don't know why you did that. I'm just... Well, because I was a little groggy. And so I stopped by the gas station and there weren't a lot of people in there. And I put my mask on. I walked in. I had half of it and I threw the rest in the garbage can out there. And I told you before we come on the air, I was like, I'm on fire! Cornholio! It takes me back to the, like, you know, what, 15 years ago, we used to drink Red Bull before the show and it was amazing. But I know. We thought it was healthy. I know. We're we're older, we're wiser, we know better. And so I did that's it though, why man. I'm like, why did you do I let that to it rip yourself? This morning. I used to crash after the show. Like, I would wake up, we would do the show, I'd pound a Red Bull or a Starbucks double shot from the gas station. Those were amazing. And then after the show, I would just go home and crash. And I clearly had fewer responsibilities as well. Well, with trying to drink more water too. Have you ever had these propels? Mm-mm. By the way, this isn't a commercial. They don't endorse at all here. We don't endorse them. But they're uh, f- like electrolyte water beverage. Uh, Caitlin has issues. She has to have electrolytes or she gets really sick. So she'll drink these, but they taste really good. But I don't think there's any calories in them. Oh, I But think, they're pretty good. Yeah. What? I think that my father-in-law loves those. Mm-hmm. He likes raspberry. They're pretty good. He probably would prefer I pick a more manlier flavor. He likes the leather. <laughs> he likes the Did flavor. They, the it flavor is the of propel. But no, I think he has to do the same thing for the electrolytes. Well, my blood work came back. A lot of it's come back from a lot of those tests I took, and it, mm-hmm. they said I was severely dehydrated, oh. like constantly, and just severely dehydrated. So I'm trying, but you're never gonna break. You're never gonna fully change me. Okay. I know who I am at this point, Amy. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. And you may, you may judge me a little bit, but I feel like now's the time to reveal it. I broke down and bought a gamer chair, a video game. <laughs> what does this do for you? Oh, my God. Is it like comfort? Yeah. <laughs> like, but what? It allows you to play? Video games longer, more comfortable. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about that? Hey, we should get Whatever. Eddie on the phone, I mean, Raymundo, while we talk about this, if we can, because I think if I'm going to have anyone that supports me, it's going to be Eddie right now. By the way, who's battling coronavirus. Um... Yeah, I saw it online and I, and I was like, you know, I could use a gamer chair. There's like a pillow for the back, like back a lumbar. Of the neck. Yeah, it's, oh. and yeah, you I sit. see these are pretty fancy. Is yeah, no, wheels? it's uh, it's definitely pretty fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, if you're spending a lot of time gaming, then I guess it makes sense. It's like part of your uniform. I'm playing about 45 <laughs> minutes or an hour a day, not eight hours. But I definitely felt like I needed the gamer chair. Okay. Lunchbox? Uh, man, you sound like a big dork right now. Like, you should be embarrassed that you're admitting this. The fact that your girlfriend is okay with you buying a gamer chair. Well, to now, be fair, she, she did give me a hard time. No, she doesn't. Oh, I thought she played basketball with you. No. Sometimes oh. she'll get on and we'll play trivia. But no, she's definitely not a gamer. Okay. I'm just looking at the... T- did you get the newer chair, the Corsair T3 Rush, or the Steelcase Gesture? Amy, do you want to see it? Oh, my gosh. Sure. Here. Come here. I mean, I'm looking at something. Oh, there's a Secret no, I, Lab Omega. I have a picture of mine, though, <laughs> that I took. This is mine right here. Secret Lab. 
What do you think about that? What? What are those? Are those little like fighting characters? Are they like at their Call of Duty? Yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that Eon? Trying to get him. Probably not awake yet. Oh my. If I have one person who will support me with my secret lab gamer chair, it'll be producer ready. Right. Well, let us know how it goes. Well, like, I just am telling you this because if I ever take a picture and you see it in the background and I start to get roasted, I just want to come out up front and say that I have one. Yeah. Because I know it's going to come and get me eventually. At least you're taking care of your body. <laughs> see? Yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not opposed hey, to Hey, there that. he is. Eddie, you there? Yeah. I just revealed to the show that I bought a gamer chair for playing PlayStation 4. Okay. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think I mean I think it's important. <laughs> see? Oh, I told you who'd have oh, my back. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Eddie. No, guys, I, I really do. Like, I play on the edge of the bed, and I feel like sometimes my lower back starts hurting or the back of my neck starts hurting. Well, so I he, think it's important that you're comfortable thank while you Thank you. Do. Okay, well, then he needs to get one, too. Oh, you guys. Why don't you all get matching? I, oh, boy. <laughs> Did you get your name on the back? I'm on your side, they, dude. I knew you would be because they were, they were giving it to me pretty good in here, and I said if I have one friend who would have my back, it would be you. I get I get the comfort of the chair, man. You the last thing you want to do is hurt yourself while you're gaming. Gaming's intense, so yes, comfort is great. Eddie's character, because he's been playing so much now that he's in coronavirus, is better than my character now. Oh, mm-hmm. Like he's built him up. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You know, game recognized game. Amy, why are you looking Nothing. at this? Nothing. It's just funny. His character. His, well, our, yeah, we build characters. Little... I have two players: Bobby Bones and Billy Bones. But my best character. Yeah. Um, what's your character's name, Eddie? Uh, producer Eddie. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Billy Bones is the good shooter. Yeah, he's a better shooter. Yeah. Bobby Bones is more of an offensive threat pass distributor. Sad that I know this. All right, Eddie. Hey, I uh, just needed you to have my back. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Bones. Hey, I'm here if you need me, dude. Just All right. call me whenever. Thank you. For- <laughs> We're talking about yesterday that Taco Bell is eliminating a lot of items from the menu. Morgan's a humongous Taco Bell fan. How many times a week do you go? At least once. Sometimes two or three if I'm feeling really feisty. Do you have a Taco Bell near your house that they know you at? Uh, yeah, they know my my regular, but now it's not going to be my regular order anymore because they're getting rid of one of them. But yeah, they know it. It's well, Lunchbox bad. called them up. What'd you call them? Say, Lunchbox. I called up and said, oh, I heard your menu's changing, but I just want to make sure my favorite things are still going to be on there. And then I went down the list of everything that's getting taken <laughs> off. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> well, this is my- I heard some rumors on the street that you guys are changing your menu. Is there any confirmation to that rumor? We are changing our menu. Okay, well, I just want to make sure you have my favorite still so I can still come enjoy the, you know, pleasure of eating there. Okay, what is your favorite? I I love the grilled steak soft taco. The steak grilled soft taco is going to be leaving July 23rd. What? No, no. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Nachos Supreme. Nacho Supreme are also leaving. No! Why are the why Nacho Supreme? <laughs> Spicy Tostada. <laughs> Spicy Tostada are also leaving. No! <laughs> yes. She's got to think something's wrong. With my absolute favorite. This is my absolute favorite. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes. I am so sorry. Potatoes. (laughs) What do you mean you're sorry? They're leaving. No! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Will you still have the Baja Blast? Yes. Yeah! 
finally some good news! Yeah! Okay, what about the Beefy Fritos Burrito? Frito burrito is going to leave. No! I can't. I thought we were on a good. Why are we doing this? Why are you breaking my heart? I know it's breaking my heart too. Why is she still on the phone with you? Like I would hang up immediately. I was like, it must be slow. As soon as you know? he said the word potato, I would have figured he's reading something. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. I would have thought I mean, I'm being had right now. She's really nice and they Do you nice. have the cheesy potato blast? Blast, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the last part of the call. I guess I'll just be happy that you're going to still have the mini skillet bowl. <gasps> no, we're not going to. Wait, wait, wait. You keep saying no. download the Taco Bell app and I know that they do sell certain things that we don't carry that we don't sell at the store so maybe that's going to continue I'm not really sure but you can try to um, download the Taco Bell app alright thank you you're so nice and I think I'm going to start a petition to get you like hired to like GM because you're amazing oh there you go <laughs> oh man alright well thank you so much I hope you have a wonderful day you too thank you so much uh huh bye bye I'm She's amazing. <laughs> Taco Bell should be. What pumped. town did you call? I called uh, Ventura, California, because that's where Taco Bell headquarters are, and they were on top of it. They knew everything that was going to be not on the menu. They were great. Do you remember her name? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I mean, I have it. I, I just bleeped it out in the call. But yeah, yeah, we should shout her out. Shout her out. She did great. That's but that's a real restaurant. That's not a corporate office. Or is no, that no, real... that's a real restaurant. Like just, I just called a random Taco Bell. Do you think if you work? at a random restaurant in the city where they've created it and the corporate is, you're always on your toes wondering, are they going to undercover boss me? I don't know. Because you know if they work in the corporate office, they can just swing by. Mm-hmm. That would be like if our CEO was living in town and right. could listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends because Taco Bell is a franchise and there's owners all over. Yeah. All right, nice job, Lunch Rock. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Blake Shelton has another collaboration with Gwen Stefani. They're sharing a new song called Happy Anywhere this Friday. Miranda Lambert always wants to have a balance in her life. I really feel like as long as the music is moving people in a way that they're interested in other things that have to do with that, then I'll go as far as I can. But also I'm really conscious of having normal life and riding horses and having downtime too. So I want to love it always, whatever it is that I'm doing. So I think a good balance is important. Carrie Underwood shared a trailer of her making her first Christmas album. It's called My Gift and it will be out September 25th. Here's the story behind the album title. I love music. I love singing. That is that is my personal gift that I have, that I get to do, that I'm so blessed to do. And I want to use that gift, and I want to give it back to Jesus. That's kind of why I landed on my gift as an album title. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a toddler who's fighting leukemia wanted to see a lot of motorcycles for her second birthday. So a North Carolina women's riding club, they made it happen for her. They gathered together more than 100 motorcycles went driving past her home. So shout out to the Raleigh Chrome Angels with a Z riding club. 
Dang, they sound that much harder because they got a Z on their name. Oh, I know. Yeah. And they presented her with a $5,000 check to her family for her treatment. Wow. Like, pretty cool. That is pretty cool. There you go. Biker gangs gangs do good things. With a a Z? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Thank you. There you go. That's what it's all about. (laughs) That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Sacramento, California. A woman walked into a Verizon store to get help with her iPhone. Only problem is she wasn't wearing a mask. And they said, ma'am, can you please put a mask on? She throws a fit and they said, okay, ma'am, then we're going to have to ask you to leave. So she drops her pants and urinates right there on the store floor. Oh, man. That's crazy. First of all, lots of crazy. The first... It's a private place, right? Regardless of how you feel about masks, if a private place says you have to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. Same thing about a shirt. Same thing about pants. Mm -hmm. But then to go next level and pee in the floor, I've never been so angry I wanted to use the bathroom on something. That's like the Johnny Depp. Remember the the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff where she pooped in bed? Oh. As like a joke. Have you not been watching any of that? Mm -mm. That, That's out now? Yeah. They're in the middle of a court case right now. Oh my, okay. I know what I'm going to Google next song break. <laughs> I wouldn't Google, I wouldn't hit images. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. hit images, but I need to understand because yes, I don't understand that and I don't understand peeing in a, a Verizon. Yeah, a Verizon store because you have to wear a mask. And when police responded, they also found stolen goods from Dick's Sporting Goods in her car. I'm not surprised. Yeah, people that make really bad decisions usually also make other really bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Tomorrow at this time, Mitchell Tenpenny is going to be on. Great singer. You may know him from this song right here. I've been sober, cause there ain't no hangover like you. Tomorrow at this time, he's going to come play. He's got a, just a really good new song, too. I was reading a story about a guy in Ohio who lost 180 pounds in less than a year because he wanted to ride his favorite roller coaster, this new roller coaster. Like, he needed a goal. That's what it was, and he lost 180 pounds. Seven years ago, Jared Ream had to give up roller coasters because he couldn't fit on the rides anymore. Oh. 430 pounds. August 15th, 2019, he said, all right, Orion is coming to Kings Island. And he's like, I'm riding it no matter what. So here's a clip from the news story. When he was this size, Jared says he got escorted off roller coasters all the time because he couldn't fit in the seats. I always told myself that if Kings Island ever built a B&M Giga coaster, that I would, I would have to ride it no matter what. The day that they announced Orion was the day in which I said to myself, I will lose this weight. I went and I bought a scale. I weighed myself that day and I was 430 pounds. Orion was the goal and he took no days off to get here. And he got it. That's all we need is something to work for. It's tough to just go, I just want to generally be better because there's nothing at the end that we're looking for. I struggle with this myself. Like I need to set myself a goal and I need to have checkpoints along the way. Because if I'm like, you know what, I should just eat healthier. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I get to it later. Like the, the advice that I give people more than anything is put your goals down. Like I talk about it a lot. Put your goal on your cell phone, the front of your cell phone, your screen, your lock screen. Mm-hmm. Because then you see it all the time. And when you don't meet it, you have to look at yourself in the mirror all the time. And if you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like, ah, oh, then it wasn't really worth that much to you anyway. It's another place you can put your goals is your bathroom mirror. 
What do you mean? Like write it on there? Yeah, some of my friends like write it on there either with like a dry erase marker and that way you can wipe it down or they put post-its up there along with affirmations and goals and it's just a lot of people that's the first thing you do in the morning is go to your bathroom sink and you can look up and see it. I'm proud of this guy. Jared Ream, I don't know you, but you found what was important to you. You set a goal and you went and got it. I think that's really cool. I think it's a great example for even for me to, you know, what do I want? How long take me to get there? And what are the steps I need to achieve to make it to that? Because big things like this aren't done in a day or an hour or a minute. You know, it's it's a grind over time. You got to do it over and over and over again when nobody's watching you. He's got a long beard. Look at that beard. He's got a Yosemite Sam beard. So he's dedicated to that too. You know, he has a bald head. I have friends that have, like Scuba, for example. Scuba Steve has a bald head, but he so he grew his beard out. Is that to... Scooby, can I ask you a question yeah. about that? What's up? Did you grow your beard out to prove that you could grow hair from other parts of your of your head? That was part of it, yes, because I can't grow it on top of my head yeah. as much as I would like to. But I've also wanted a beard my whole life that I could start growing facial hair, and so I went with that too. When are you shaving that off? I'm thinking about doing it at the end of this month. What does your wife say about that? Because now you have a bald head but a big old beard. She likes the beard, but it is annoying when we kiss. So she's kind of over it at this point now. And I'm over it now with my kid pulling on my face constantly. How old's your kid? He's two and a half. He's always grabbing your beard? Always pulling on it, like smacking my face and pulling the hair, and it hurts. So I'm over it. What do you think about the beard, Amy? I mean, I'd like to see Steve without, I don't mind beards, but th- maybe just trim it back, and then it Steve wouldn't bother Steve looks like he's going to fight someone in a bar, and he's yeah. the nicest guy <laughs> in the whole Yeah. But I look like an alien without the beard, so I'm kind of We haven't seen it. We're looking forward to it, though. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, we're... The bad thing is when we see it and we're like, whoa, you can't grow it back real quick. It's going to take a minute. <laughs> no. uh, Jared Ream, shout out, man. Uh, that's awesome. I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but good for you. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show. We drove to Arkansas back over the weekend, and a couple spots, there are those tarot reader signs, like stop in and get a tarot read. Yeah. You ever stop by one of those just randomly? No. I always feel like there's something else inside of there, but I would like to just for fun, just to see what... But I'm always afraid if I stop by the house, they're like, do you want tear it or do you want tear it? Yeah, that's, I don't know. This is scary. I don't want to go in there. And I don't believe it. Mm-mm. But I was reading a story about a woman who stopped by one of those tarot places and the tarot card reader said, hey, you're never going to win. Like, stop. You're not going to win anything. Stop wasting your money. She just won a lottery for $70,000. The person that tarot said no to. The woman won $69,940, first prize in a drawing, and then another prize of $1,390. But your cousin's a psychic? Yep. Same? Same what? Like... Do you put a tarot card reader and what your cousin does in the same? I don't know the difference. I'd have to ask her how she feels about tarot cards. Because she is speaking with your higher self. I don't know what tarot card readers are doing. They're like looking at the cards and feeling your vibes. I don't know. One time a friend <laughs> said, hey, I want you to go to my psychic. We talked about this on the show, I think. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. She's like, go to my psychic. And I was like, you have a psychic? She's just, I was like, how much does that cost? And she told me and I was like, are you out of your mind? So she said, I'll pay for it. So I paid, she paid for it. I went to the psychic and he basically, what it felt like through my eyes and ears was that he was just reading my Wikipedia page. He was like, I get a feeling that uh, your real dad maybe isn't around. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he left when I was like also five your, or six. It's in your books. both my books, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, but <sighs> I see a heavy female influence in your life. I was like, well, mom was a single mom for a long time. And then my grandmother adopted me. He goes, yeah, I knew that. 
You know, one thing he did say though, too, a long time ago, now that I remember it, he said, you're going to meet your, your, your new person who's going to be your person in California. He did? He did. Huh, interesting. I was going back and forth a lot for work at the time. Not as much now, obviously, but he did say that. Mm. So I don't want to completely say it was a, a ton of crap without saying what he did. Well, how right. do you feel when my cousin tells you things? Um, honestly, it's just a bit. That's how I feel. Okay. I don't, I mean, I, I... How do you feel when your cousin tells me things? I feel like she's... I don't know, because when she says stuff to me, I'm like, ugh, I don't know. And then she said she talks to my mom, and I'm like, I don't really know. But then when I hear her say stuff to you and it ends up being what she said, I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. Did she ever text you when she thought... Yes. I'm not telling Caitlin you. Caitlin and I would get engaged. You're not going to, you promised me you would off I did the not. Air. You did off no, the air. No, I didn't. You did. I did you not. You said, I'll show you when we get I off did the not. air. No, I didn't. Don't put that promise in my mouth. I think you mouth. did. I didn't say Mike, that. Mike, did she say that? No. Oh. Yeah, exactly. All right, I misheard it. Whatever. All right. I'm not telling Caitlin either because she tried to ask me. She did? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, she texted me. That's she said, what about telling me when she said? And I said, nope. I'm not telling anybody. I'm going to just see what happens. We'll see. If it even happens. Okay. All right, back on with our producer, Eddie, who's gone because he has tested positive for coronavirus. That was part of yesterday's show. Eddie, what's happening, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? How you feeling? I feel good. Ah, oh, man, my chest. My chest is still kind of bothering me a little bit. It... it I want to say, though, that it's getting better because I'm actually coughing more, if that makes sense. Are you Googling long-term effects of coronavirus? No, I'm not Googling any of that crap. No, why? What have you heard? Well, no, you hear 20 things, right? You hear permanent brain damage. You hear loss of lung capacity. Well, listen, these NFL players are upset because they don't know, and they're like, you want us to go play, and if we get it, and there ends up being a loss of lung capacity, that's taking away why we're NFL players, why we can even... Yeah. So... So, I, no, yeah, yeah, don't, because a lot of people think a lot of things, but even then they're like, we don't really know yet. Yeah, no, I haven't Googled any of that stuff. Uh, the, the, the lungs, for sure, that does worry me because, you know, I, it, it's weird to, to, not, to have a cough but not have anything move in there. You know, like I'm not coughing anything up, so that's really weird to me. And then, of course, man, the lack of smell is just so weird to me still. So I sent pizzas over to Eddie's house, Caitlin and I did, which by the way, they, I'm, we felt bad because they weren't thin crust. They were hand tossed. No, it's perfect. That's what I like. Oh, you, oh, I thought you liked thin crust. Maybe that's me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I liked it. And I think, dude, you guys killed it because you did like pep- two one pepperonis, pepperoni. one pepperoni yeah. mushrooms and one cheese. Yeah. Which is exactly what my boys like. And I love the pepperoni mushroom. So boom, you nailed it. Is your wife leaving food at the door, or is she coming in to see you? So, so she, for the most part, she knocks on the door. I open it, and I get the food. Um, she's had to come in a couple times just to get clothes, and when she does, she masks it. I and wonder, probably I wonder if she has it. Holds her breath. I would. It, listen, if she does, <laughs> if probably. She, she probably has it if she, right? Well, yeah, because, I mean, she was in Do you guys same- still kiss, Eddie? How long have you been married? Uh, we've been married for 15 years. What do you mean still kiss? Like, I don't know. I feel like after a while, you don't even kiss anymore. <laughs> no, we kiss. We kiss every day. I haven't kissed her. I haven't kissed her since, you know, what, 11 days ago. Yeah, he, but the positive, te- he got it and probably kissed her while he had it. Right. But I don't get if he got it just by 
breathing air in Florida. <laughs> how did she? I mean, how did she not get it? She went yeah, too. That's the, weird, that's the weird thing. We've been together the whole time. I mean, we went to Florida together. It was just us two. We came back. And even like right before up to when I got text, tested, she would come in and she'd sit next to me. We would talk about how I feel and all that. So she's definitely been around me. So if anyone has it, it'd be her. But she's not feeling any symptoms whatsoever and feels good. And is she getting tested? Yeah, she'll be getting tested with me the next time I go. And wh- and what's that? Because you have to get tested and get a negative, and then do you test again after you get the negative? Like you have to get it twice yeah. to come in? I guess I guess so. I mean, if that's what we require, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just I'm worried about the next test. I want to make sure that one's because since it's taking so long to get the results back, I don't want to like I want to take this test as soon as I can, but I want to make sure that I'm good to take it. So it's going to be negative. Can you just set up a few tests? That's what I would do. I would be like, I'll take one Wednesday, one Thursday, one Friday. Hey, Bones. Hey, quick question. These tests—they were like 150 bucks a pop. Who's covering this bill? I'm not paying your bill. Are you asking me for pay? <laughs> my insurance pays for mine? Lunchbox's wife got his, and uh, she get—they paid her to do it. Yeah, she got twenty-five dollars to do the rapid test. Oh well, maybe I'll do one of those research things then. I don't know, but last the last test I took, they I paid them 150 bucks for it. Okay, but why are you asking me that? I don't understand why <laughs> no, you're asking. No, me. no, 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 no. I was just checking. I was checking, boss. You know what I mean? I'm just checking. I have nothing to do with how insurance pays your medical bills. <laughs> or, okay, okay. And he has nothing to do with how you got it. Yeah. <laughs> if he infected you, then maybe. Eddie, I haven't seen Eddie in weeks. Yeah. Not in real yeah. life, unless we. Have- I think that he was just saying because you were like, "Oh, book a test for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday," and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, slow down. These tests are expensive." Well, we need him to test negative twice quickly so he can get back into work. Right. Get his happy butt back in here. Hey, Scuba, what's the protocol for Eddie coming back to work? Uh, I believe he has to have tests negative twice, and I think it's a two-week waiting period. So he gets his test back negative. He has to test again to reassure it's negative. Then he can come in. Oh, and are you guys going to feel nervous sitting by him, Morgan Lunchbox? Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> n- well, I mean, it's just natural. I mean, I it understand the, I te- be, yeah. the test is going to say negative, and we're going to take the proper you know, time, but still a little bit inside, you're like, oh, man, what if that test was wrong? And But two of them, two tests. The two tests are wrong, and he still comes. I, I mean, but, hey, you trust science, right? So I'll trust the test. Eddie, how do you feel? You're already being discriminated against. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how am I supposed to feel comfortable at all sitting there? I, I mean, I get it. I understand the feeling of like, ooh, is, are, you, are you sure that virus is out of his body? Like, are, there, are they sure there, there isn't just a little bit left? I get it. I get that. But, I mean, I, I don't think you can really argue with two tests. I mean, and I think with that much time in between the tests and then me feeling better, I think we should be safe, but yeah, that's, that's going to be it's gonna be rough, guys. Morgan, are you n- nervous? <laughs> yeah, I am, but I also <laughs> would like him to come back because I'm tired of pulling double duty over <laughs> she here. <is>. So <laughs> I would really like him to come back. She's doing out. social media, web stuff, and running all Eddie's work. Yep. Is there no way to get that into Eddie's house and he can just do it from the house? I mean, not that we know of, no. I mean, he's helping edit the videos from there, but like, I'm still having to do it while he's not here. So. Well, Eddie, I got good news for you. Tell me. Whataburger's coming to Tennessee. Woo! Is yeah. that is that official? Yeah, I think so, right, Lunchbox? Yeah, it's official. And I think the first one is going to be in Memphis because they, I think they oh. tweeted out, Memphis, are you ready or something like that? And so oh. I was hoping it was going to be Nashville for you, but you just three-hour drive. Eddie's from Texas. We all lived in Texas for a long time. Most of the show's from Texas. Um, but Eddie's a big Whataburger guy. And so we all moved to Nashville 
because this is where all the country music is. Eddie was like, I miss Whataburger. So I thought we'd drop some good news on you, but I didn't realize it was only Memphis. No, I didn't realize that either. And there's one in, in um, Birmingham, so, I mean, it's kind of the same distance. So that's kind of, uh, I guess, no difference. But, but they said they're, gonna, they're planning on Nashville soon. All right, well, that's good. That, we can be hopeful for that then. All right, Eddie, we got to go. All right, man, everything else good with you guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. If you had a, a, a segment today, you were pitching an idea, what, what would you pitch for us to talk about today? Oh, I watched uh, I watched this new show that I want to give a thumbs down to because I saw I saw um, ads for it on Amazon Prime and it's called Upload. Yeah, what's it about? Uh, so so basically, Upload it's kind of like a an alternate heaven. It's in the future. So instead of heaven, which still exists, you can also like upload pieces of your loved ones that die, and you can still keep in touch with them virtually after they die. It's, it's very good. weird. It's supposed to be a comedy. Eh, not even. I've made it past two two episodes. Not so good. Eighty seven percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I feel like I saw a preview for that, but a long time ago. But yeah, you can you keep you pay. To, you have to pay to enter this heaven, but they live up there. You live your everything. It's in a computer. Like your brain gets uploaded. Greg and, Daniels wrote yeah. it. Huh? Like if you and From I the died office in Parks and Rec. Oh, really? Yeah. So Eddie's not convinced me to watch it by giving it a thumbs down. I think you might <laughs> like it. I forgot about that. I'm I'm thankful for the reminder because I did watch a preview a while ago. 30 minutes or an hour? Uh, it's an hour. Ugh. Oh, it's tough. It better Brutal. be real good. We'll did see. you watch the Alien episode of Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries yet? Yes, I did. We what were talking think? about that this morning. What do you think about that one? Bones, how can you disagree with all those people? Like, you, you, you think of UFO stuff, right? And you're just like, ah, come on, it's crazy. But when all these people in different parts of that area saw and experienced what they saw, dude, that's a no-brainer. I I'm don't disagree night. with it. No, yeah. no, no, no. I don't disagree with it. We're- are you just asking that as just a rhetorical question? No, because I, I, I mean people are always, you know, just very argumentative about UFO, UFO sightings. And, and you start looking at people that are telling the stories. You're like, look at this guy. He's crazy. You know, it's like you can tell these guys are all in the 60s, probably did a lot of drugs. No, like these are just people in this little town in the no- northeast, like who saw something. What an incredible story. I didn't even know anything about that. Yeah, episode four on Unsolved Mysteries. It's on- the fourth one you've seen, but it's not four. It's like seven, six or seven. Because we skipped some, remember? Hey, Mike, will you see which episode that is? It's five? Okay. okay. At least you skipped one. Because I... Do you, guys, do you guys believe it? Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to it for sure. Too many people that didn't know each other had too similar of experiences for me to go, hooey. Mm-hmm. So I give it... The only thing, the, the only thing that's kind of weird about those UFO stories is everyone describes the UFO like all of those old movies did. Like a flying saucer, you know, kind of like an upside-down turtle shell or something. Like, it's just weird that everyone always says, like, oh, yeah, that's what it looked like. But that's, that's weird to me. If I can just throw another opinion in this, you know, there are very ancient writings and drawings that that's what the alien ships look like, too. And that's where the old movie producers got the ideas. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. But then also, too, I think sometimes our brains, like, even if you see something, the way you remember it might be different based on things you've been shown your entire life. So it could be a little bit of that, too. Do you believe in aliens? Eddie, go on the record, yes or no? Absolutely. All right, there I you have this it. World, this universe is too large for us. Okay. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Watch that. All right, that's it. Uh, Eddie, thank you. Feel better. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, see you guys. All right, there he is, Eddie. <laughs>
You guys can call us anytime. 877-77-BOBBY. Hey, I was wondering if we could get an update on Eddie's son coming to break the leaves on, at Bobby's tennis court. And if not, is Stevenson going to come? I love that segment, and I would love an update. Thanks, guys. We never actually played tennis on it. I guess it has lines for both. Kind of a basketball tennis court, but leaves are all over it, and Eddie's son was coming, then Eddie got corona, and then just through association, his son wasn't coming to the house either. All right, that's a fair. Totally. Okay, I just want to make sure. What are you going to do, go pick him up from the... And they haven't been tested. Right, from the house. Um, So, but we did have two neighbor kids, and they were like, hey, we'll do it. And so they, they did it, and it took them forever. I don't think Stevenson can do it by himself, Amy. Yeah, probably not. Maybe him and, will your daughter work and do it? Yes. She, I give them both 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. But she, it's going to take them a couple hours. She works. Okay. They don't have to, but that's where we are. They like to work. They like to earn money. Stevenson likes to spend it, so Cheryl likes to save it. He likes to spend, she likes to save. Yeah, she makes her bed every day, saves her money. He doesn't make his bed, spends his money. She convinces him to spend his money on her Oh, she's, wow. Yeah. She's playing. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's, I'm like, what happened to all your money? He's like, well, I bought this for Stashira. <laughs> and I was like, Stashira, why are you, why is he buying you stuff? It's not my fault if he wants to spend his money on me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, she's not doing anything wrong, but she works her. She knows what she's doing, though. So it just led me to this. So the, when you adopted them, they're not biological brother and sister, but that feels so much like a brother and sister. Right. Do they, I mean, do they feel now they're completely brother and sister? I mean, they act like it. And, but sometimes they'll remind each other, you're not really my sister. Oh, they you're not do? really my brother. Yeah. If they're really getting after it. And then sometimes they get along and it's so cute. And I try to pause and say, hey, guys, check this out. Look at this moment. Like, this is oh, amazing. Oh, that ruins the moment. <laughs> Why can't it? No, when I you just get like, reflective, it no, ruins the moment. I it's just, like my girlfriend does that to me. She'll be like, look at us now. This is so, and I'm like, no, 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 don't do that because now I have to be weird about it. No, okay. I'm not trying to be weird, but I just want them to soak it up and be like that forever because she's 13 and so she gets super annoyed by him. He's almost 10 and it's just, ugh. Like her attitude to him sometimes is fierce. But can I say that them telling each other they're not really a brother and sister it's, is a very brother and right. sister thing. I like actually when they get at, onto each other because, yes, it does represent like, yeah. oh, they're comfortable with each other. All right, good. But I also love when they get along because it's just easier. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Crayola has created a lineup of fun and colorful masks for kids to wear back to school, and they're selling them in packs of five one for each day of the week and then they can be washed and then you start over and they can be worn and washed for up to like six months. They should hold up. I can see where little kids would like these masks. Yeah, you can go to schoolmaskpack.com to buy them and yeah, they're kind of silly and fun. They even make adult sizes in case you want to channel your inner child. Or wear it with your kid to show your kid that it's cool. Oh, that's a great idea. There are two ways to get people to wear masks, if, especially people young and that are influenceable. It's to have people that influence them wear the masks, like a Justin Bieber, a, um, a Haley Baldwin, even us to some people. Some people think we're cool for us to wear the masks. That's one way. What do you think the other way is, Amy? Make them fashionable like they're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good for them. What else you got? So Netflix is giving away an 83-year subscription to whoever gets the highest score on a video game based on the movie The Old Guard, 
Which, did Mike, do you see the old guard? Yeah, Charlize Theron. You said it was good, huh? It's good. Yeah. So yeah. they're making a video game about it? Yeah, there is one. Oh. And if you can play it and then record a higher score than anyone else and you post it before Sunday, then you might get picked to be the owner of a lifetime Netflix subscription. Technically, it's 83 years, but nobody's going to live, you know. It says 1,000 months of service. That's yeah. what you get. You know, I, was, I had a new show idea. I'm going to share it with you now. I normally don't do this. I normally pitch it the way I want to pitch it, but it's called Net Quips. So when I binge a show, I like going from show to show, but sometimes I just need a little palate cleanser in the middle. So what I do is I get in the middle and do like uh, five minutes of like trivia about the show, fun facts that you may have missed. It's in between each episode, bam, 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 bam. So when you watch The Office over and over again, someone comes on and goes, hey, did you even know on the last episode that Steve Carell did this? This is a little hidden fact. And you show it and then boom to the next thing. So tell me what it's called again. Net quips. Quips. What does that stand for? Like I'm quipping. It's a quip. Like it says, say something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like it. You've um, already pitched it? No. Or is this your pitch? Uh, I'm in. It's something I really didn't <laughs> feel that, that comfortable. But I think it's a pretty decent idea. Because um, I watch The Office all the time and I'm like, I'm going to go to another one. But I wish there was just something. I wish there was someone like showing me some cool behind the scenes stuff or updates on what the actors are doing now. Or quizzing me because I yeah. love I do love quizzes. All right. <laughs> All right. What else you got? So do you know what it means to be canceled? Yeah. It means you've done something that people deem as so inappropriate or wrong that you can no longer do your job anymore. You've been canceled. Well, the chicks say that they were one of the first artists that the internet canceled before anyone even called it that. And they... Don't regret it at all. Yeah, I hate cancel culture. I think I mess up all the time. I don't want to... From my mess ups, I've always learned. If I would have... The internet would have canceled me for breaking into a radio station back in the day. There are just so many things I've done that I could have gotten in trouble for. But I'm not a big cancel culture guy. You're never going to hear me going, they messed up, they're done. Unless it's like with kids. Something bad with kids. Or murder. Epstein. Yeah, yes. I mean... That's not cancel culture. That's just you should go to jail. Right, but he didn't for yeah. so long. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think sometimes headlines do such a disservice to people or like quick things on Facebook or Twitter because obviously people want a headline that's going to grab your attention, but it then isn't the best representation of the actual story. And then people just retweet and post and then stories get bigger and bigger and you you kind of cancel people based on nothing. I think the Dixie Chicks were one of the first people to be canceled on the internet. Yeah. Because that was right when it was starting to pop. Yeah, they said, look, we weren't wiped off the face of the earth and we'd like to credit our fans for sticking with us, even though a lot of the world, quote unquote, canceled them. Are we calling them the Dixie Chicks? Sorry, the, the Chicks. chicks. Did I, think I just I say that again? That. I think I may have done that too. Oh, I get nervous. Here's why I'm irritated at them a little bit. Why? Because I'm a massive fan. Same. Love their old music, love their new music. I see and hear them complain about people not playing them. And I'm like, I'm right here. I'm doing it. Oh. Come on my show. And then they're like, no, but no one will give us a shot. And I'm like, I'm here doing every, literally the biggest show. And we're welcoming you on, but you're still complaining that no one will have you. Ray, give us a snippet of the chicks. March, march to my own this is such a jam. March, march to my own drum. I'm a man and I'm a one. one. Okay. No one wants to have them on, except we do. We were close, right, Steve? We were, we were supposed to book them before the whole pandemic. They were going to come and talk to us about this whole new venture. And then it, kind of, of course, crashed. And then I reached out to them before vacation, 
Radio silence, not a thing. Huh. All right. It's a good song, though. You're right. I'll just keep marching, marching to my own drum. <laughs> All right, Amy. All right, and maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Tyree Ward was at the beach in New Jersey when this woman runs up, help, help, my friend's in the ocean, she can't swim. And so there's a 20-year-old woman struggling in the ocean, and Tyree says, I'm in it, jumps in the ocean, swims out to her, pulls her to safety, saves her life. That ocean stuff is crazy, though. Yeah, there were some currents, and she couldn't get through it, and Tyree swam out there and got him. Got her. And then he met with uh, the personnel later, the EMTs, and they gave him a shirt and a hat to say thank you. That jumping in the ocean to save somebody is different than jumping in a lake to save somebody. And both oh, are yeah. brave. That ocean, man. I don't even want to ride a jet ski in the ocean, much less try to save somebody's life. It's push. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Luke Combs coming up in about 15 minutes here on the Bobby Bones Show. Right now, Amy in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why was the dog stealing shingles? Why was the dog stealing shingles? He wanted to become a woofer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That was the morning corny. All right, here's a voicemail. Bobby, my wife and her entire family get two or three, four cases of waters, and they keep it in the kitchen, just like on the floor or in the pantry, and they drink lukewarm water. Room temperature water. Why would you choose lukewarm or room temperature water over a nice cold glass of ice water? I just don't understand that. I don't either. My (laughs) girlfriend does the same thing. She'll get a whole pack of water and just leave it on the ground. I'm like, should we put that in the refrigerator? She's like, no, I like it normal. I like an earth tone. I'm like, what are you talking about? Room temp. I like it cold. Yeah. Put it in the fridge. So I have to put my own water in the fridge. Oh, I know. No. I, know. <laughs> I love it room temp. I don't like it cold either. Why? I have no idea. Mm-mm. Like it's refreshing when it's cold. It goes down. It's like this. That's what it feels like. <sighs> yeah. Not to me. When you drink cold water, what's it feel like? Not that great. I want it room temp. I don't put ice in my water. I don't... Mm-mm. I guess unless I've just been outside and it's 100 degrees and I'm hot. Crazy. Then, okay. I'm with you, man. I think it's a dude thing versus a, a female thing at this point. You and Caitlin are the same. Mm-hmm. I assume Lunchbox, you like cold water? I like room temperature oh, water. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. When I go to a restaurant, I say no ice. Me too. I, I, <laughs> yes, I never put ice in it. I hate cold water. And it like what room temperature happening? tastes like, oh. No. Room temperature tastes like this. So it tastes like, (laughs) who cares? Raymundo, our audio producer, said that if you get a tattoo of Brantley Gilbert, you get into his shows for free? Yeah, so uh, I was socially distanced talking to my neighbor, and she did get that tattoo, and she said she's gotten into a handful of shows when they actually had concerts for free because she got this BG (laughs) tattoo on her forearm. But everybody working the tickets, they're not going to know that rule. It's what, what you do is you call ahead and you just say, hey, I have the Brantley Gilbert tattoo, and they'll put you on a list, and you get into the shows. And and it's all part of the thing, like when he does those cruises, he does where he gives tattoos the BG tattoo. You me text him and ask him? Yeah. I'll do a voice text. Hey, man, we're talking about you here on the show. Is it true that if someone gets a tattoo of you or BG or your name, that they get into all your concerts for free? How does that work? 
Like who did? Because they can't go up to the ticket person and be like, "Trust me, Brantley said it's okay." So uh, let us know. Thanks, bye. I can do a picture too. I can give it to M two if you guys want. Because this chick just goes, it's just on. It's got to be a decent size and it's got to be visible, and then they'll approve it and you get right in backstage as well. She's met him multiple times. I mean, because I mean, for that matter, someone could be a Billy Greenwood, Billy but, Gilman, Gilman fan, and <laughs> but it's a distinctive. Into- it's his logo. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. I think you posted it on Instagram. Yep. It was the BG logo. But he made change his logo a few times. That's wild. You have to get one artist tattooed on you. Who is it? Uh, Their name. It could be their name, their logo. Okay. I'll get George Strait's brand, like cattle brand. It's like a G in this or something. Yeah. I think. I think I would get a, a John Mayer lyric. To oh, stop well, that's this train. Cute. To stop this train. That's cute, though. Yeah. I thought we had to get their name. Okay. No, you can get whatever you want. All right, well, we probably I would get, get I'm so scared of getting older. I'm only good at being young. Mm-hmm. From Stop This Train. My favorite song. Good one. Lunchbox? I would get a picture of Carrie Underwood. Just Her face. Full back tattoo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, Walk around with a hottie on my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sent him a message. He hasn't opened it yet, but I'll let you guys know if he gets me back. <laughs> On the Bobby Bones Show now. Luke Combs. What's up, dude? What up? Where are you? Where are you right now? Home? Yeah, I'm at the house. Are you leaving the house at all? Um, I mean, I I have a little bit, um, but I haven't. I can't say I've been out and about. I mean, I, I you know, other than I guess anything that's work related, I haven't really left. What are you doing now, work related? Like I. I see you sometimes playing stuff at the house, but are, are you having meetings? Like, what in the world does a Luke Combs do at this time of the year? Man, um, you know, at, the, at this time of the world, I guess, um, you know, I, I've been writing a bunch, um, which I haven't had time to do in a while, so that's been nice. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been in town. I, I obviously went to the studio and did that Six Feet Apart song during the middle of this, so uh, that was that was neat and weird. Um, but... Um, yeah, man. I mean, not anything crazy, I guess, you know, um, doing most everything, like you said, like this, you know, like at the house. Do you have any songs coming out about masks? Cause I think you're the only one that could pull that off. No, I don't have no mask songs right now in the pipe. There's nothing, (laughs) there's nothing coming up. All right. Uh, how do you choose Cause you know, I watch these songs that you play on Instagram or, you know, you post, they'll get posted everywhere. How do you choose which songs that you post up there? Because I'm sure you're writing a lot more songs than you're posting, but by the time they get to us, is that a selection process or you just kind of feel it? Man, I just I think it's just kind of a feel thing. You know, I I, uh, I usually get up and, you know, mess around. I, I usually have a good feel for what I really like. You know, after I, after I write it, it's a pretty easy decision of like, well, is this something that's for me or is this, is this something that's... Because sometimes you write something that's really great, but it, it's not you know, the direction that you're trying to go or where you feel like you're at, you know, in your life or your career at this point. So um, I guess there's definitely a little bit of a selection process, but I don't sit down and, and think about it. It is more of a feel thing. I do want to get to you writing songs for other folks in a second, but have you written a song in the past month where you finish it and you go, man, that's a real turd? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, no. I, I don't think I've got anything where I'm like, man, that's definitely not it. Um, but I, I try to avoid those as much as possible. So I can't say that there's not ideas that I've had that have started out as turds for sure and then have 
slowly been chiseled away into something a little more palatable than that. You just had a number one as a songwriter with Carly Pierce and Lee Bryce. I hope you're happy now. How long ago did you write that song? Man, we wrote that song, I'm guessing probably a year and a half ago, maybe. Maybe coming up on two years ago now. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun one, man. Me and, and Jonathan uh, had booked a write with Carly, and, and we started that thing. And, and then we uh, we linked up with Randy Montana Um separately and, and kind of finish that thing. So it was it was good, man. I'm I'm super pumped about it. And it was my first I mean really my first real cut outside of myself. And, you know, I'm lucky that it went number one. You know, that didn't hurt. Luke Combs is on with us. He has eight consecutive number ones. You're writing a lot. Are you taking any of these songs that you're writing and as you say, if you go, you know what, this one's not for me and are you are you sending them off going, Hey someone else can have this? Yeah, I do that, but nobody does. So this is maybe my call out that if you want to cut one of my songs, you would, you're more than welcome to. I think there's, there can be a stigma in Nashville that if I write something and it gets pitched, then I don't think that it's good enough, uh, which is not necessarily true. Cause obviously, you know, I write a lot of songs in a year and I can only put out so many songs every, you know, two years or whatever it is. So there's a lot of stuff that I think are, great songs or that could be a hit that just don't fit my thing or I already have something like it or you know I, I think there has always been that kind of problem that artist writers have had where this, if they hear my name on it or if they hear me singing on it and they go well it must not have been good enough for him so it's not good enough for me you know is there a thing where if you're writing a song and you're you're you know cutting the work tape or even the demo where you don't want to put your voice on it because someone could release it as a Luke as a, oh, Luke Combs sang this is that does that ever pop in your mind? I don't think so. I, you know, I used to do some demos and, and stuff of, of my of my stuff, but you know now it's more of that same problem of like, well, if I put my voice on it, then people are going to know that I wrote on it, and then they're not going to want to do it. That's immediately going to turn them off to doing it because they're going to say, oh, well, he he recorded this and he didn't like it, so that means I'm I'm not going to like it. You know. You got a new pair of Crocs dropping today at 12 noon. They cost $40. These things sell so fast. I tried to get some of the last ones. Couldn't get them. So they're like Country Boy Yeezys. Those are two shoes I have problems with. Getting the Luke Crocs <laughs> and the Yeezys. Do you actually yeah. help in the design? Like how into it are you whenever uh, these things come out? I mean, it's almost all me, to be honest with you. I mean, down to the to the little uh, gibbets, I believe they're called. And I mean, pretty much everything. You know, I, I kind of want to... You know, I want to be delivering something that's, you know, authentic to myself. You know, I've never been a guy to just put my name on something and, and you know, grab the money and run. I don't want to do that. You know, if I'm going to do something, you know, I want to put in the work and, and let people know that I, I put some time into it. And, and it's something that I actually like, you know. Luke Combs on with us. And I'm going to say before I, I ask this next question that, you know, Luke came from humble beginnings. And this next question is, I only ask because I, I had a pure admiration, but I saw you playing an unreleased song on your Instagram. I'm a guitar guy. I noticed the guitar, which is an old Gibson. Um, it was a 1939 J35. Now, that's like a $20,000 guitar, if I, don't, if I can just uh, squeeze that out here, Luke. D doesn't it make yeah. you nervous to play something like that? And, and did you buy that or they give that to you? How in the world? No. Come on. <laughs> no, it doesn't make me nervous. Um, it's, uh, I guess that's kind of... Well, you know, one of my things that I've gotten into, um, and I got actually picked that guitar uh, up from a guitar shop in 
Montana, actually. We had went up and visited uh, the Gibson factory up there, which was a really neat experience to get to see them make the guitars. And we found this little guitar shop that was literally in the, it was like in a guy's living room was his guitar shop. And he, you know, he makes like custom banjos and, and, you know, buys old guitar and resells old and refurbishes old guitars. And, and we went in there and that guitar was in there and it, it definitely wasn't 20 or I wouldn't have walked out with it. And I'll tell you, if you see, if you see one of those sitting around and, and the price tag's 20, you're paying too much. Would you let someone <laughs> borrow that guitar though? That's the question. Do you want to borrow? The I do not. I'm left-handed. I can't. I'm left-handed. Would you let one of your buddies borrow it though? Yeah, I would, man. You know, I I, I think um, you know I've got I've got buddies that borrow guitars all the time. You know, as long as they make it back in good shape, it, it's not much of an issue. You have eight consecutive number ones from Hurricane to Dust to Me, the hottest country artist of 2020. I've seen you call that in basically every article written. How does that make you feel? Uh, it makes you know obviously it makes you feel good, but. You know, it kind of is like being the, you know, the fastest runner and then they don't run the track meet. You know, <laughs> that's kind of what 2020 feels like for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it would have been great to be out doing shows and and really kind of solidifying everything that we've got going on and had going on in this last, you know, couple of years. And um, obviously it sucks that none of us are able to do that, you know, and um you know, yourself included. I mean, you know, we don't get to come in and be face to face and you don't get to go out and do your things. And I don't get to go out and do mine and neither does anybody else. So, um, that part of it is frustrating, but uh, it's definitely, it's definitely an honor and definitely something that I never would have imagined, um, uh, happening to a guy like myself, but, um, here we are, you know, I mean, there's nothing really we can do about it. So, you know, what's going to be cool is you, when you finally do get to tour again, because when you're normally touring, you add when you get a hit, you add a new song to the set list. But you're going to be able to add multiple sure. at one time. Your whole set list is going to be reshaped by the time you go back out. Yeah, it should be interesting, you know. And we we do luckily play a lot of stuff. Um, you know, we play a lot of album cuts and and you know unreleased stuff out on the road, anyways. And so um, we try to incorporate those things as much as we can, you know, before they hit the radio. And just because we like playing them, it keeps it interesting for us. You know, it, it's not the same thing every night and and it keeps us on our toes and feeling fresh and and it gets the fans because we we have a lot of fans that come to you know multiple shows if one show's close they'll come to the next night so we don't always want the experience to be exactly the same every night either i got a couple more things for you Uh, there's a line in dust to me i was a third string dreamer on a second place team but i was hell on wheels with a full head of steam Mm. you remember that line getting tossed out in, in the writing room yeah, that was my line, man, because I was uh I was just I played high school football but I was just horrible and I was absolutely horrible. Um but I enjoyed it, you know, and, and I and I I tried as hard as I could at that time, but not as hard as I would have liked to, I think. And but it's still something that I'm proud of, you know what I mean? Um and, and so that was that was definitely my line and that was definitely a a real scenario. When that song goes number one, do you send Eric Church a gift or a text or a smoke signal? Like, how's that happening? I send it, yeah, I send him. It's like a, it's like the Batman light. You flash <laughs> it up in the sky, uh, and it has the the Chief logo on there. Nice. And he uh, he sees it and and shows up in the in the Chief mobile. Uh, let's um, talk about loving on you for a second. And uh, by the way, real quick, are you still getting married this fall or no? 
Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. Everything's... If you could have no wedding, would you just do it privately? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Loving on you. Tell me about this song before I play it. Yeah, man. Uh, this is a song I wrote out on the road about a year and a half ago. Uh, I had some, some friends out with me, um, the two guys that I write with, three guys really that I write with a lot. Thomas Archer, we wrote Hurricane together. Um, uh, Ray Fulcher, we've written, I think, three of my number ones together, and he has probably, God, probably 16 cuts or something on between my two albums. And and then uh, James McNair, and this is our, our first single together. He has cuts on both of my albums as well, but our first single together. And we all just happened to be out on the road. James and Thomas were out writing with me, and Ray was actually opening for me on the tour. Uh, and so he came up on the bus, and man, we knocked that song out really quick. It was just a really fun, really fun deal, and we were all just kind of trading you know, little things like, you know, birdie on a par five and the Miller light before noon. And we were just throwing those things out and it just ended up being kind of a fun, fun deal. We're going to play it now. Hey, bud, always good to talk to you. Always rooting for you. Sure. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully I see your face pretty soon. All right, bud. Thanks. All right. See see you. Thanks, bud. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A guy in Montana was going to work. He got pulled over. His name is Jesse McFadden, and he's like, oh, man, what happened? He was also on his way to a job interview, and he's like, I cannot be late. So the cop woo, pulls him over. He walks up from behind. He goes, hey, don't worry about pulling anything out, like your, your license or ID or anything. He goes, your brake lights are out. And he goes, hey, I just had them replaced last month, and, you know, they're out again. I'm broke. I can't get them fixed. And so the cop goes, well, pop your trunk. And so he goes over to the lights. And the, I guess the cop knew how to do lights, so the cop got under there and fixed his lights for him. Oh, that's so nice. And didn't give him a ticket. And then, and he made it to his interview on time. Look love it. Triple crown. Triple crown winner right there. That's awesome. We love celebrating our police officers that are out doing awesome things. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been waiting for this day, and it's finally here. It's time to unveil the lineup for our 2020 iHeartRadio Music Festival. iHeartRadio Music Festival! Every September, our iHeartRadio Music Festival brings the biggest superstar artists from all genres of music together for a once-in-a-lifetime event. How's everybody doing tonight? Paul McCartney, Drake, Luke Bryan, Jay-Z, The Killers, Taylor Swift, the best in class come together to play two nights for millions of iHeartRadio listeners. Through the years, we've witnessed legendary performances and once-in-a-lifetime collaborations that will never be seen again. Mary J. Blige with Prince, Lady Gaga and Sting, Justin Timberlake alongside Shawn Mendes, and so many more. This year is our 10th anniversary, and we found a safe way to assemble the biggest names from all genres of music to plug in and play on stage for a weekend of music that will bring us together in a time when we need our music most. This is your lineup for our 2020 iHeartRadio Music Festival, presented by Capital One. iHeartRadio, let's go! BTS. iHeartRadio. Coldplay. Kane Brown with special guest Khalid. Sometimes it be like that. Keith Urban. Somebody like you. Migos. Miley Cyrus. Thomas Rhett. Usher. 
and more to be announced. We'll go backstage with artists as they share stories about the impact of the pandemic on their lives and their music and reveal plans for going back on tour. Listen right here all summer long for chances to win a seat on the first ever video fan wall where the artists will see you in the audience and a chance to meet the artists face-to-face in their dressing rooms. The 2020 iHeartRadio Music Festival, Friday and Saturday, September 18th and 19th. Stream free on the CW app and CWTV.com. And listen on iHeartRadio iHeart Radio stations across the country. I cannot stand peanut butter. I'll eat almond butter, but I cannot stand peanut butter. And most people like peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut butter. Your kids like peanut butter? Yeah, they do. We always have, we have a lot of different nut butters, but I would say peanut butter is the one we keep the most of. Nut butter, huh? Yeah. We cashew butter, almond butter. Wow, fancy. <laughs> Pecan butter. Uh, but peanut butter is a favorite, except for my son. He only likes this one brand of peanut butter. And I didn't even realize that until we ran out. And I had, I kind of went to our nut jar area and I pulled out another one and opened it up and I put it on his little pancakes and he was like I'm not hungry anymore I said what and he said I just don't like that kind of peanut butter and I lost it because I just thought no this is ridiculous you're not wasting these pancakes because this isn't your peanut butter that you like like but it was still peanut butter right you didn't change nuts on them still peanut butter okay I didn't know I didn't switch nuts on him (laughs) still peanut butter and my mind was blown I mean my husband was there I looked at him in disbelief uh it led to me the empty jar of peanut butter which is his favorite I threw into the trash very emotionally and then took his pancakes away. And then I was like, well, I guess we're not eating. And then I was like, I've got to figure something out. I said, I, I think I said something along the lines of, I am not raising a son that refuses to eat the peanut butter that isn't his favorite peanut butter. Because to me, it's all the same. Plus, it's on pancakes. you got maple syrup. There's no way you taste a difference in this peanut butter. And as soon as you can explain to me the difference, you may get up from the chair. I mean, it was a whole... So you weren't having the best day either, it sounds like. No, but I mean, I think, yeah, we were walking around calling it peanut butter gate. And I have, I've, I've solved the problem though. Problem solved. Once he apologized for, or thanked us for the pancakes and then apologized for not eating it and then gave us a reason why he didn't like the peanut butter, uh, he was allowed to leave the room. And I grabbed the, his favorite jar out of the trash rinsed it off to make sure and it was empty I got the other peanut butter he said he didn't like from the new jar dumped it into the jar that he thinks is the brand that he likes and I served it to him the next day and, and he he loved it he didn't notice he did not notice which is my <laughs> point he was being a, a sort of a brat yeah and now I'm keeping that one jar. I'm never going to buy that brand again. I'm going to buy every other brand known to man, and I'm going to keep filling that but jar. Why up. are you going to torment oh. him? Just it's, to he torment him. He's not going to know. This is for my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I'm the immature one. I think what you one. did is funny, and now you're just taking it to the next level. No, because now, and then one day, I'm going to tell him. It may be years. And I'm going to say, remember? Remember that time you wouldn't eat the peanut butter? I said, I've been serving you every brand known to you can't man. take pictures of every can. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm make a TikTok a little, of all of yes, them. I'm going to make a little digital scrapbook okay, of my okay. peanut butter. Oh, yeah. You're better than this. I know. But uh, also, it just feels amazing as a mom. That's funny, though. He didn't notice. Oh, he didn't. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for him to be like, mm, the Caitlin texture. Caitlin will do that with onions and my stuff. 
I'd be like, I don't want onions. I'm not going to eat it if it has onions. If the word, if it has anything with an O on it, I don't want it. And she'll be like, okay, fine. And then she'll cut the onions up real small, and I won't even notice them. And I'm like, that was the best. She was like, how'd you like those onions? I was like, <laughs> see, it feels yeah. so good. Wow. He did. Oh, you making that noise reminds me. That was his reason why he didn't like it. He said, I think it upsets my stomach. So he was even trying to like <laughs> make a valid reason that I should sympathize with him yeah. on, but he ate it just fine. No stomach ache. Mom, point for mom. At a meeting in Utah about whether to make kids wear masks at school. And it was postponed because a bunch of parents showed up and they didn't have masks on. (laughs) Quote, this is the exact opposite of what we need to be doing. People were booing. Here's a clip from the video. We are supposed to be physically distancing, wearing masks. And so all of our medical experts, everyone is encouraging us to do that. Um, I'm going to suspend the rules, and I'm going to make a motion to continue this entire meeting to another date. All in favor, say aye. Can we have discussion? That sounds like a riot's about to happen. I mean, I don't, I really am having a hard time understanding. Go ahead. That people don't understand that, or they don't get what's being told to them about keeping distance, wearing a mask, like. No, their cousin on Facebook who knew a guy told them, and so. Told them that, that masks don't work. And this is America, freedom. <sighs> but they still wear their seatbelt because they're told to. Listen, in some I, places, you don't need a mask. No, I say this quite often. There are super rural parts of America where I grew up. I agree. You don't need a mask. But there are some parts where, you know, with me, even if you just said there's a chance that it might help somebody not die, I'd be like, sign me up. Put the mask on me. Right. But if you're going to a group School. meeting with a bunch of other people yes. that you're not quarantined with, then wear the mask. And if you want your kids to go back to school, wear the mask. I just feel bad for teachers that have to, if you oh, go yeah. back to school and there are a bunch of kids and show, so, okay, so the kids go and they don't get sick, but they have it. What about the teachers that are in the room with them? Mm-hmm. That's who I feel bad for. Yeah, that's that's hard. But yeah, it doesn't sound like there's about to be a riot there. No, and I wonder where some of these teenagers kind of get their mentality about it. And maybe some of them are just it's their own thinking, but maybe some of them it's their parents don't really care and they're not telling them any different or leading them and guiding them and instructing them. And it doesn't mean you're not free. <laughs> it means you care about other people. Yeah, there are rules. We have rules and right. we have regulation. We have a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're not totally free. And you're free to say, I don't want to wear this mask, but I'm going to I don't wear want to it. go the speed limit. I'll be honest with you. Right. There are times where I want to go 90. Nah, not me, but still, you get my point. <laughs> yeah, I'm stop, kind of an old lady when I drive. A <laughs> uh, random guy rocked on a piano at an antique store. So the video went viral, so they gave it to him. This random guy walked into an antique store, saw a piano, and starts playing. Uh, here is a, a clip here that has him playing Don't Stop uh, Believing by Journey. <laughs> Archer, the video went viral, and people on Facebook, they called the shop, they put the money together, and they got on the piano. Oh. Because I think he was playing it because he loved it and couldn't afford one himself. Isn't that pretty cool? That's awesome. Do you know who Machine Gun Kelly is? Heard of him. The rapper? I was going to say, is he a tattoo artist? But that's Gunshot or Bullet. Who's <laughs> I don't the, know. No, Bang Bang. Yeah. He did Rihanna's tattoo. <laughs> anyway, Machine Gun Here's Kelly. Here's Machine Gun Kelly. Yo, 
So he's talking about Megan Fox's feet. I guess he's a big feet guy. That's the one thing I don't get. I understand how you like legs or butt, eyes. I just do not get the feet thing. Yeah, me neither. Like, I guess I can respect someone that keeps up with their feet. Just like I would respect someone that keeps up their fingernails. Mm-hmm. I do not get how guys think that feet are hot. They have a foot fetish. I don't either. You brought up the Tony Stewart. Yeah. When he Lunchbox, mentioned- do you remember what he said to me? I can't remember. Well, you were about to interview him or something. You were standing there and we were under a tent. And he just looks at you and he goes, man, look at your toes. Those are very nice. <laughs> it, it was. It definitely was awkward. I'm not going to lie. But I've also worked with somebody, too, that... It was kind of a unspoken that he had the thing with feet because he would always look at every girl's feet all the time. Any What's co- creepier? A guy that sniffs your hair when you walk by and you don't know? But a guy that stares at your feet like and is like, can't stop looking at him? I guess the hair sniffing is creepier to me if I had to pick. Did the guy work here that have feet? No. no. Nope. Was it at your old job? We don't need to talk about where. It could have uh. been when I was <laughs> 16. It's just, it could have been, could have been, could have been when I was 22. Could have been when I worked the front desk at Gold Gym. It's just that, that he, it was just, uh, every, all the women kind of talked about it. Did you look at your feet today? Yup. <laughs> every day. You think you're born with that? Liking feet? Yeah. I don't. Or do you think you're conditioned by a lot of hot feet around you your whole life or some? Is you think it's genetic? Because I just don't get it. I don't get the feet thing. I don't get it either. Hey, let me see your feet. No, I have on sneakers. What today. about my feet? Like, I got decent feet. I got good arches. Yeah, you have great feet. Thank you. Oh, perf. All right, get out of here. <laughs> Turn us off. Here's a voicemail from Abby in Minnesota. I need help from Amy. We are adopting our second baby boy. I need best advice for transracial adoption podcasts. I need skincare, hair care any kind of tips she can give. Um, it's going to be a great learning curve, but we are so excited. Thank you all. Wow, that's a lot of advice you have to give there. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like it'd be better if she emailed me and I could email her some resources. But yeah, there's definitely books. Like, here's the thing. You could even just type into Google and you can read reviews from other parents of books that you can get to have in your house, not only for the transracial, but... You know, if your child, I don't know how old they are, if there's any trauma they've experienced and how you can handle some of that. Um, I There's just so many. I would recommend if you have anybody besides me, like maybe that's close to you or in your circle or in your town or a friend of a friend that you could call, that it could be a mentor to you. Do your you, kids have a mentor or do you have a mentor? I do. Yes. A mentor as in? Someone that's adopted or someone that's adopted? I have, okay, so I have a friend, my friend Tracy, who is adopted from Haiti. She adopted two older kids, a boy and a girl. I feel like she's a few years ahead of me in everything, so I'm able to call upon her when, and I have another friend, Jamie, that also adopted from Haiti that lives in Austin. Like, those are people I can straight up call or text at any moment and be like, this is what I'm experiencing. How can you help me? And then I have, they happen to both be white, but they adopted Haitians. Then I have some, we, we have some, Haitian friends and or just Americans that are black that can relate to some of the other issues that I may not understand when it comes especially to hair care as a white woman that I can call upon to get advice or in how different things my children may experience because they're black, which my son always corrects me. I'm brown. (laughs) He's like, why do you say I'm black, mom? My skin is so brown. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, so what's your one line of advice to her? That would be it. I don't know if you have somebody in your circle that maybe even knows somebody because I wasn't, let me tell you, I got connected through, I mean, Bobby and I have a mutual friend, you know, our friend Pete, he's the one that introduced me to Tracy. He heard I was adopting from Haiti and he said, you need to meet my friend. And he gave me her number. And then she immediately became my, my mentor through the process. So it could be something like that network, ask around who can introduce you to someone that has maybe been in your shoes. And that's, that's huge. Thank you very much. Abby, and thank you for the call. So NBC's Peacock streaming app. I have it on my TV, and you can also watch it on your phone, your iPad, right? Yeah, your computer, whatever. They have, I was looking through it. It has some clips of older SNL skits. It also streams Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Friday so Night Lights. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on it. I know that you have a little bit, but I'm going to get into it. I like that it's free. You have to watch a commercial, but I don't have to spend a bunch of money to check it out. Is, are there two tiers? That would yeah. be cool. They're, there's the free one, and then there's one where you can mm. get more access if you... If you had to cut one, would you cut Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime? Oh, my gosh. One's got to go. I guess in my household, we have... Ah! But that's where I watch it. I don't know. I guess I have to cut Amazon Prime because Hulu is my main source of TV. We don't have cable. Uh, that And then, then I'll go keep Netflix... Yeah. yeah, I think you? I cut Hulu. I don't. I've never. I've been on Hulu to watch Handmaid's Tale, but now I can watch on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's true. So I'm gonna cut Hulu. Huh. I'm not cutting Amazon from my life though. <laughs> I you, order. You mean buying stuff? Yeah. There you go. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Check out the podcast. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Show.